is my vibe. I've been waiting for a cold, rainy January day to have this as the intro, and I finally got it. Welcome back, everybody. Sit tight. It's about to be a fun, magical ride. Here we go! switch it up. This is one of my favorite bands. One of my favorite songs of all time. I like it. Those first two. Hey, yeah. we got a whole vibe right here. Hope Steve knows this. Oh, I know Steve knows this shit. Came out the year he was born. Those are some of the greatest chords I've ever heard, bro. God damn, this song's good. Part. Which is, which is the gun part. Yeah, the gun part. It's how I want you. 
Welcome to episode 39 of the Blake Mayfield Podcast. I am your host, Blake Mayfield. I'm back here once again today with some very, very good friends. Some people I consider the bestest of friends that I have. I have Steve Haslam with me and Gio's in the background. How are you guys doing? How's your Thursday? Doing good. That's good. good. It's going good. That's good to hear. Good to hear. I want to shout out Spotify, SoundCloud, and Apple listeners. Thank you guys very much for streaming, downloading, whatever. I don't even know if you can do anything besides that with the podcast. But whatever you do with the podcast, really appreciate it. Um, Without further ado, let's get right into it. So we had a couple other things we wanted to talk about besides um, the championship games and stuff. But one thing that did happen, I think it was yesterday, that's the biggest story in the NFL besides the games this Sunday, is uh, Luke Keekley, the middle linebacker for the Carolina Panthers, announced his retirement at age 28. Um, I believe he's one of the youngest players ever to retire. Um, Eight seasons. With, with his success. Uh, I, mean, I know like Chris Borland played one year and retired. Um, <clears throat> well, he has exactly like almost identical like stats and everything to Patrick Willis, who retired at 28. Oh, does he really? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, eight seasons, seven Pro Bowls, five All-Pro teams. Um, I think they're pretty close in tackles, too. I think they're at 1,000 each. I mean, Kiki was still the best <laughs> linebacker in football, basically, this season. I mean, yeah. Besides Mac, but Mac had an off year. Yeah. Um, and, I mean, he's more outside both, anyway. Both went to the Super Bowl and lost, too. Oh, Willis and Kiki, yeah. 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 Um, so, I, I did want to start with you on this. Uh, what do you think brings the early retirement for Kiki, and what do you think's next for him, if anything at all? Do you think kind of just goes <laughs> up to the sun? Um... It's definitely injuries. I mean, he had the game this year where he was upset and crying in the game where he got a concussion. It was clearly something was up. He's had a lot of concussions and a lot of injuries the last couple of years. So I think that's what played into it. Um, I really think that's it. I think he even said that he still wants to play. He just thinks it's the right time to go. Um, so, you know, all the CTE stuff, of course. Um uh, what's next for him? I think he's going to coach. I think he's going to coach somewhere. I think he'll probably take a year off, but I think he'll coach or be something in the league. He's just <clears throat> too uh, – I just think he likes the game too much. He's one of those guys who loves the game. He might wind up with Ron Rivera somewhere, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Washington? Yeah. yeah, I could see him. I could see him going there, or I could see the Panthers trying to keep him on to be a coach there. I don't know what he wants to do, but... <laughs> he ain't doing that. <clears throat> Who knows? <laughs> I mean, at one, one point I, I thought you'd bring up is the fact that the Panthers are going nowhere fast. Yeah, but you know? he that was he ruled that out immediately, why, in his decision. It was, do we believe him, though? Yeah, I believe him. Yeah, I, I definitely believe him. If it was Odell saying that, no. <laughs> <laughs> but it's Luke Keekley. I, I believe him when he says that. Okay. I just, I just think it was injuries. It was all the head injuries that he's had. So. I feel like it's I feel like it's a little bit of both. I think it's obviously, you know, the concussions and whatnot. He may already have the CTE symptoms. I mean oh, he was sitting, I mean he, he probably, was he probably does. Yeah. For sure. He was crying hard yeah. when he got him. it hit him. Yeah. I mean he probably already has the, you know, symptoms and everything. He probably already knows he has all of it. And Especially so in that moment he was probably like, damn. Yeah. That's why he was crying. He was devastated. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, but I just think the Panthers are going nowhere fast at the same time. I mean, if I'm Luke Keekley, I'm sitting back and I'm like, well, shit. I mean, over the last month, month and a half alone, my coach who's been there my entire career has got fired. And now we have a new GM and now we have this college coach who, you know, not only are people on the outside not really going to believe him, but it's like, dude, guys in the locker room believe in this guy as well. And it's like, I've been here eight years 
And you got to be tough as nails to play middle linebacker in the NFL. I mean, I do not want to take the hits those guys take. And they take them play after play, day after day, year after year. And, I mean, yeah, just basically like you said, I mean, it's not hard to tell why he retired. I just feel like there's kind of maybe more to the picture. Um, I don't think he goes quietly into retirement like Patrick Willis did. And what's surprisingly, Willis hasn't done anything since he retired. I mean, you could just tell he fell out of love with football. I think that's all that was. He was just, he was injured. He fell out of love. He has a family. He's like, I can't do this shit. I'm out. Niners suck. Harbaugh's gone. I'm out. Uh, it was after that season, right? Harbaugh yeah. got fired and Willis retired. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we had to watch an Earl Bowman's ACL snap 30 different ways. Thanks, Fox. They replayed um, that so many times. Jesus Christ. It's like, we that, get it. Like, the Seahawks yeah, won. Both like, retired, yeah. Yeah. Same year, right? Yeah, like, no. The Bowman? No, Bowman, Bowman retired the year He went to the Raiders. He went to the Raiders a couple for like a half a season or whatever. Yeah. He was there for, I think he's played for like three <laughs> years. He just retired like two years ago. Oh, okay. okay. But, sure. but he was younger than Willis was. Like when, I think it was four years after Willis, five years maybe. Did Willis have a major injury though, like Navarro Bowman did? Mm, he tore his ACL, I think, at one point, but. So he did. He's had he's always had injuries, but they've never been like major. I don't think he might not have tore. He wasn't he wasn't hurt when he was going into retirement, though, was he? No, no. So he yeah, I he think just he just fell out of love with football. He um, but he he did say it was mainly because of injuries, like just piling up over the years. I mean, he played all half of his college career with a broken hand. Same in the NFL, like he was just always something. And so, we're gonna pause the podcast real quick because we have another friend joining us, and we're back. Alright, so we're off the Luke Keekley stuff. Uh, we're going to transition into the Titans and Chiefs game. The Titans and Chiefs play in Kansas City at Arrowhead Stadium on Sunday at noon. The game is on CBS. Jim Nance and Tony Romo are doing it. Um, I'll give my take real quick. I, I think the Chiefs are going to make uh, a quick game out of this. I, I think the Titans can maybe do what the Texans did and maybe go up 17-0, 24-0 and look like a threat. Um, I just think overall... I just think too much lies on the shoulders and the legs of Derrick Henry. I think the Chiefs have been obviously game-planning all week long. And the Chiefs don't have a great stout defense by any means. But I still think they'll be able to find a way to stop Derrick Henry. Tannehill, besides a few throws in the Baltimore game, hasn't showed up really in the playoffs at all. That entire franchise is getting carried by the running back. Um, and I just always have my concerns and my doubts when the whole franchise is on the running back shoulders, i.e. Todd Gurley, Christian McCaffrey. I just always feel like they're going to get run down into the ground and they're going to you know, play four or five years and they're going to be done. Um, I mean, Henry's been in the league longer than that and he's been doing his thing longer than that. But, I mean, he's putting on one of the greatest shows we've ever seen by a running back in general. I just don't know how much longer the pace could be kept up. I still think Kansas City is one of the top three hardest places to go and win at. Um, especially in the cold of January, and it's a sea of red, and it's just, yeah. Um, I got the Chiefs winning. I'm going to say, I'm going to go with a score of 31 to 23. I think it's going to be, I think it will be closer than people think. I just think that the Titans will get a garbage time touchdown, and will make the score seem a little closer than it really is. Um, I think the buck stops here. I think the luck finally runs out. Kind of like how we said about the Seahawks last week. It's like the Seahawks are on a hell of a run because of the quarterback. And, the, you know, in this case, it's Derrick Henry, not Russell Wilson. But at the end of the day, only one man, you know, can have all that power. So I just don't think the Titans are going to do it. I got Chiefs winning and going to the Super Bowl. Steve, AFC Championship game. Who do you got and why? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with the Chiefs, too. I, I picked the Titans up to this point. But um, Derrick Henry is still going to run for 150 yards in this game. Gonna get his yards and all that. They're not gonna be able to keep up scoring though because of that. Um, 
The only way they're going to win is if Tannehill plays well, and he definitely is capable of it. I just don't think he's... I just don't think they're going to fully put it all together with him um, and be able to just keep up with the scoring. Because what's what, what's going to happen is Derrick Henry's going to run all over them, but they're just going to go right down and score immediately anyways, throwing the ball. So, um, yeah, I don't. I, I just don't see the Titans winning. They, they could. I'm not saying, you know, but... I mean, to this point, they've shocked everyone. Yeah. Including me. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I, I just think the Chiefs are the better team. They're, um, I mean, Mike Rabel's a great coach, but Andy Reid's ten times better as an offensive guy. So, um, it's about time for him to get over the hump too. Yeah, it's it's been, about time it's been, for Andy Reid. Yeah, um, he did it once with McNabb, but then that was it, right? Was he the coach? Yeah, with McNabb. Him, yeah, him and Tio. So, um. I don't know what the score will be, to be honest. I, th- I think it'll be... I don't know. I really don't know how... Are they scoring 51 again? <clears throat> I don't think they're going to score that much. The Titans' defense is decently good. They're, they're pretty... They're, they're, they're good. Um, they're young, and, um, and they'll control a lot of the time. So I think that they'll at least keep it close in that aspect of time of possession. And so they won't let the Chiefs have the ball as much, but they're just going to be playing catch-up, I think, the whole game. And... Derrick Henry will basically they'll be down by two touchdowns when where you can't run the ball anymore. So um, I don't know what it'll be. I I I I'm guessing like thirty eight seventeen or something like that. Oh, a blowout. Yeah, I mean at the end, I think it'll. I don't think it'll be that way the whole game. I think it'll probably be like seventeen. I don't know, seventeen to twenty four, and then they just score at the end, a couple touchdowns and put it away. So yeah. As great of a story as the Titans are, and they are a great story this year, but I think all of us in this room can agree, man. I'm not trying to watch Ryan Tannehill in the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm no. just not. I'm, I'd rather watch Garoppolo, Rodgers, or Mahomes any day over Ryan Tannehill. I mean, I, I don't want to shit on the guy because he's had a hell of a season. He came in right after Mariota, continued to stink up the joint for the fifth straight year, and totally took over the franchise and went on a tear. But... I just think the buck stops here. I just I think your luck eventually runs out, and I'm not saying they they've been winning by luck because they've been dominating, especially last week in Baltimore. They dominated that 14 and two team, even though I think Lamar Jackson's very overrated. Um, they dominated the Ravens, and I just feel like at this point you just can't stop Mahomes. I mean, I, w- I want to give Mahomes some love too. It's just he is the next big gunslinger in the NFL, and we knew that, but he's the next Peyton Manning to me. I think there's no stopping this guy. He's at home. He's right there in his element. You know, he gets to go to the home locker room. He's at his, you know, his home bed. You know, he's with all of his family. I just, I, I think there is a certain amount this deep in the playoffs. There's a certain amount of comfortability that comes with that. Now, when we get to the next game, I think that's going to work the other way for the team that's at home. But we'll get to that. Um, I, I just don't think the Titans have enough juice, if you will, enough uh, firepower to get past these Chiefs in Kansas City. Even if it was in Tennessee, I don't think it'll work out. And one last point, because I'm going to bring this up during the next game. Uh, like I always say to you, I think teams always come back for their revenge. And if you guys remember, in week six, the Titans did beat the Chiefs by three in Tennessee. So, I mean, this could be in a way, the Chiefs already have film on them and vice versa. I just think this is a way for the Chiefs to be more motivated and they're going to win when it matters. And I just, I think the Chiefs are going to punch their ticket and I think it's going to be a decent game in the first half. But in the second half, it's not going to be anything special. Um, anything else you want to add? No, I, I think that's about it. I think they're... Um, I, I will say I think if if there was a 
a coach to be able to scheme well against him, I, I would think it would be Mike Vrabel. Um, just coming from where he's came from and all that, I think um, they'll have some some uh, some defensive things that'll probably slow Mahomes down. But I just think they have too many weapons on the outside. And we'll, and we'll just you know we'll see. I mean, I, bar, you know who knows how the weather's going to be too. If it's a bad weather game, then that game's changed. Then it's it's in the Titans' favor then because then it's going to be a run game. And let's see. The Chiefs cannot run the ball. So who do the Chiefs have as a running back? Damian uh, Williams. Yeah, Damian Williams. And, uh, and Shady. It's going to be twenty three degrees is the high, but sunny on Sunday. Sunny and twenty three degrees, so it's going to be freezing. Freezing, that's cold. Yeah. I do not want to play and get hit in that weather, but that's football. Um, all right, man, that, that game's boring as shit. Let's get to the shits. Let's get to the fucking shits, man. We got those Green Bay Packers, Rogers, back at Levi's. Like I told those fucking fans they would be. I told them they'd be right back there in January. Yeah. I tried telling you. I told all you guys. You guys blew us out, embarrassed us on the national stage, one of the highest rated games all year. I had to hear it all from those fucking fans, that drunk-ass fan who was right in front of me, high-fiving all the fans around me. Do it me. again. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I tried telling them, we'll see you in January, because we're going to fucking win if we see you in January. We got those Green Bay Packers in Santa Clara, because San Francisco 49ers. This is the game, the matchup of the century we have been waiting for. Steve, I'll throw it to you first. What do you expect? From this game, um, it's not gonna be as ugly as the first time, but let's hope. I I, I do think we're gonna win. The four okay. are gonna win. I think I think it's gonna be like a ten point game probably. Um, I don't know what the final score will be. If I had to guess, thirty one twenty one or something like that. I don't know. Um, why do you feel this way? Well, one the first game. The Packers were healthy, besides one, I think one injury. I think Brian Belago was out. And the 49ers didn't have Quan Alexander or D Ford or uh, Staley, I think, was out for that game, too. Um, that game got out of hand quickly, though, so you know, I, j- I just don't know. They looked so good last week, and it was the Vikings, but um, also the Packers... Um, I mean, they should have won that game easily last week, and they almost... Give it up at the end. Yeah. So I don't know. They obviously they're not as, and, and even Aaron Rodgers has said like they're, even the fans like, know and he they know that they're not a what were they thirteen and three thirteen and three. Yeah. Even they don't feel like they're a thirteen and three because <laughs> they're not. Yeah. They're um, a ten and sixteen. I think they're gonna get ran over on off on defense, and then it'll just be up to Aaron Rodgers to be Aaron Rodgers, I guess. Ran over. Yeah. They they're not gonna be able to stop that. Right? The run game. Okay. So I, I think... Gonna... I'm not sure about your quarterback. No, but I don't think he'll have to be. He didn't have to do much last week. And it was a lot. So, <laughs> that game was sad to watch. We yeah. knew it would be like that, But though. Jimmy Garoppolo all year has had... If he has a bad game, the next game he comes out and throws for 350 yards, four touchdowns. So he had a bad game last week, so we'll see what happens this week. Um... Yeah, I just think it's it's gonna Aaron Rodgers is gonna have to be old Aaron Rodgers if they want to win that game, and they're gonna have to hope that they slow down Kyle Shanahan's offense. So they're just, the reason why I really pick them is because of the coaching. I think Kyle Shanahan's just a better coach than um, Lafleur. Lafleur. 
Okay. So I think I think that's what it comes down to. Really. It's it's Aaron Rodgers versus Robert Saul and Mike Shannon. Kyle Shanahan. Yeah. Got you. Okay, I'm going to take that point. I'm going to flip that on a 10. So I'm going to I'm gonna give a, just a short timeline of what I think about this season because I've watched most of the Packer games and I've been able to catch as much as I've been able to catch. Um, it all starts to make sense now, I feel like, for LaFleur, Rodgers. The, the, I'm going to go just offense. Defense, we'll worry about that later. I don't think the defense is that great. I'm with you. Um, I think Matt LaFleur has done a – Fantastic. I mean, fantastic job of load managing his quarterback. I think this whole season, this whole offensive scheme, I think all of it is simply him load managing Aaron Rodgers. Of course, he had the game against the Raiders, perfect passer rating, you know, 400 yards, five touchdowns. He had the game against the Giants, four touchdowns. But those are, I mean, it's the Raiders and the Giants. Those teams are bottom feeders. Um, And so I just think that all year long, you know, short passes. I remember being the first game. Let's just talk about the first matchup that these two guys had in week 12. A lot of it was short passes, Aaron Jones out of the backfield. I mean, that's their whole offense anyway. The Niners absolutely dominated them. They knew exactly what they were going to throw at them. And, the I mean, Rodgers couldn't get anything off all night. Jimmy Graham's bum ass was dropping passes 20 yards downfield. It was just horrendous. It was awful. I don't think the Packers, um, and this is to my bigger point about the game, I don't think they could play worse than that. So I think that does help them in this favor. And they've already gone there once this year. And it was less than two months ago. I mean, it was like a few days before Thanksgiving. I mean, it's not like they were there week one. And it was warm weather and it's the Bay and California. It wasn't like that. I mean, it was cold as shit. I was there. And I don't think they could have played any worse. Um, but about my point about the load managing. So, you know, the whole load managing. Kawhi Leonard, you know, why, why is he sitting every, you know, three or four games? Or, you know, LeBron needs load management. You know, this is the first time we've seen it in the NFL, I feel like. I feel like there's really no coaches or teams that load manage their quarterback, especially this particular quarterback. I mean, we don't see Tom Brady getting load managed. I mean, he kind of does it on his own, but, you know, that's also just same kind of offense. Short, stout, you never get hit, you get the ball away, this, down the third. Same with Breeze in New Orleans. You know, they try to make sure he doesn't get, you know, hit and sacked that often. Um I think LaFleur's done an excellent job, especially in his first season. And, you know, there was a report of them getting off to the rocky start and, you know, they'd get into it at practice or whatever. But, I mean, personally, it's, it seems like that shit was maybe healthy for them. Um, because, I mean, at the end of the day, he's Aaron Rodgers. There's no way this rookie head coach is going to come in and tell him he can't audible. That's, like, his shtick. That's what he does. Um, and we saw it last week in the Seattle game. I mean, I think everyone, truthfully, I think everyone's hyping it up a little too much. Uh, Rodgers and his play last week. I mean, he played very, very good. He looked like old Rodgers. But, I mean, look, man, he had two or three beautiful throws, which is all you really need. Don't get me wrong. But everyone's been talking like he had 400. Like it was the Falcons in 2010 or something. It's like, dude, he didn't have that kind of game. He didn't throw no five touchdowns and rush two or something. He, he didn't have a Mahomes-type game. Um, but he did play fantastic. I think personally, to end my point on the load managing, this is what the Packers have load managed their quarterback for. Look, man, during the year, if we go 10-6, and 11-5, we're in this division where the Bears aren't that great because Mitchell fucking Trubisky and the Lions are bottom feeders. We'll be fine. We'll get in the playoffs. We need you to load manage. Once we get to the playoffs, we need you to, you know, break the arm out, get the throws down, you know, you know maybe use your legs a little bit to run around. We're going to make sure you don't get hit and get sacked, and we'll go from there. Um, I remember me and you were talking, Gio, early in the week. You think Rogers is going to have 350 yards and four touchdowns? No, I'd say 350 yards. Yeah. 250 yards. You said four touchdowns. Yeah, I said four touchdowns. I said 250 yards. 
I think that's a load too much on the touchdowns. I think it throws for more yards, I if see, anything. Okay, three touchdowns is more suitable. Yeah, I, I feel like he'll throw three. I think he'll throw three, and I know that sounds Aaron, crazy. Because Aaron Jones is probably going to rush like two. So. It, they'll get the ball to him on one. But that, like you said, that run defense is something else. I mean, that front seven is unreal with Bosa, and you know, hopefully your boy doesn't jump off sides. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> if D Ford hops off sides again, <laughs> or lines up off sides. <laughs> when they pick off Rodgers. Same circumstance. Yo, you better be afraid. D Ford's at home against a GOAT quarterback. He might line up offsides when you guys get an interception with 30 seconds left. Nice. Uh, <laughs> um, I think this is the game Rodgers breaks out. I, I think he has... I'll say... I mean, that's a great defense. I say he'll have 280 yards. I'm going to go three touchdowns. But he will throw an interception... Richard Sherman. Because I don't know why he always has to talk about Richard Sherman the week leading up to the game. Please don't pick me off. And then he throws a pick to him. I think I him. said that in the last pod that we did. That Richard Sherman's probably going to pick him off. Yeah. If he has one interception, it's going to be Richard Sherman. Yeah, it is. I mean, he did it in the yeah. NFC Championship that one year. Yep. Um, threw in the end zone, too. He was trying to give it to Jordy in the first quarter and threw right to Sherman. I think more of the same shit's going to happen. Um, as far as a score... I don't know if it's going to be a high-scoring game, just because you know you got to put some, you got to sprinkle some respect on the Niners' defense, and I, I will put some respect on their name because they are great. They're probably the best defense in the NFL. Um, but I'm going to say the Packers do get their revenge, just because I, I just firmly believe in that stuff. I just teams come back for their revenge. They are at the same place they were at. They got molly whopped, embarrassed. I, I would have not. I would have took my jersey off during halftime if I was one of the Packers. Let me tell you, I would have been embarrassed, just like George's. I would have taken that shit off. I don't want to be on this team tonight. <laughs> um, I'm gonna say 27-24 Packers, but that's all. Rodgers has to, has to have a 2011-2014 kind of performance. He has to, or they have no shot at winning this football game. Um, they're going to stop Aaron Jones. I'm not expecting Aaron Jones to do a damn thing. I'm not going to lie to you. Just because, I mean, that's who they game plan for last time. He had 13 rushes for 38 yards. He caught like five passes for like 10 yards. I mean, they totally took him out of the equation. Um, Kyle Shanahan earlier this week, or maybe even uh, this morning or something, we talked about it at work, said, Rodgers the greatest quarterback I ever saw. You know what that means. Motherfucker, we game planning for you. That's what that means. Um, so I still don't think they're going to stop him. I still don't think they're going to stop him. And I got 27-24 Packers, and I think we get Mahomes-Rodgers in the Super Bowl. This is wishful thinking. This is wishful thinking. Uh, I know I've been bandwagoning all year. It ain't going to stop now. I mean, I went to the game earlier this year. There's no way I think Niners are going to win in the NFC Championship game. But if any of those Niner fans are listening, if that one drunk dude who was high-fiving all those Niner fans around me, if you're listening, bro, I told you so. Okay, I told you in January they're going to come back. I told you they're going to get that revenge. We'll see what happens, man. I really wish I would have bought a ticket for this game instead of the November game, but we, we wouldn't have known this was the matchup anyway. So, uh, I hope you're looking forward to it. Have as much as I am. Both our teams. I can't wait to come in here next week and talk about the result, you know, win or lose for the Packers. But I think it's going to be one of the best games of the year. Um, I said the game on Sunday night was going to be game of the year, but I lied. I think this will be probably the best game of the year, besides Niner Saints, because Niner Saints was insane. Um... Anything else on this topic? Uh, I mean, I don't... Uh, getting to your point of the load management, I just don't... That's not the Packers anymore. I don't think it's load management. It's just how they're running their team. Um, he's going to throw the ball the same amount of times, I think, as he has been all year. It's just whether he's going to make a good throw or not, I guess. Um, 
He doesn't have a lot of wide receivers that I think he trusts on that team, besides Devontae Adams. And I think that's why he throws a lot of short passes to Aaron Jones and stuff like that. It's part of the scheme. And um, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm excited for this game. One, because I love Aaron Rodgers. Two, it's my 49ers. And I, I think another big reason why I think they're going to win is they just look like a hungrier team than the Packers do. That whole team wants to win, to me. When I watch the Packers, I just... Like, Aaron Rodgers wants to win. Like, it's not that they don't want to win. But that whole team is so young on the 49ers that I just think that they look like they want it more. And I think that that's why they're going to win the game. They've just been in so many close games all year, too. I just think that they have that, that factor factors in. You know. We'll see. I'm, I'm, I'm excited, though. I mean, I'm excited, too. Three, 340, right? 340 on Sunday on Fox. Buck and Aikman. Trying. <laughs> Joe. Joe. Mitchell. <laughs> Mitchell. All right, the fans don't understand what I'm talking about. I'm excited, man. Uh, both teams are 14-3 and three, technically. Um, and, yeah, uh, that's about it for the NFC Championship. Um, I'm excited. I knew it would happen again. But uh, let's transition to some other stuff now. Let's go into something else in the NFL. Let's talk about America's team. Those good old Dallas Cowboys. Down there in Dallas, Texas. Big old stake out there in Texas. We got Mike McCarthy. We got his fat ass going to the Cowboys. <laughs> All right. Mike McCarthy, uh, the some, guy. Put some respect on his name. I'll put some respect on his name. Mike McCarthy's a Super Bowl champion. Uh, he's a guy who single-handedly had a big old divorce with Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is about to win that divorce, by the way. Um... But Jerry Jones likes him enough to make him his next yes man and hired him as the Cowboys head coach. Yeah, he beat him a lot. He beat his teams up a lot. Aaron Rodgers beat that team a yeah, lot. Yeah, but still. I mean, he was the coach. He was there. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he was the Jason Garrett of the, of the Packers. Okay, that's... <laughs> I have no reason to diss Mike McCarthy. It's just funny. Um, it's like the Cowboys, man. Like, why would any fucking coach go to the Cowboys at this point? I mean, I guess the check. I, I guess you're getting paid millions and you're on television. Well, so that's Jerry's cool. going to spend, too. There's a lot of attractive reasons why I think he would go there. They ain't winning no Super Bowl. But they'll spend on big-name players and stuff like that. I, <laughs> like Robert Quinn? I could see the attraction for it. If, you, if you're not a guy... Like, Mike McCarthy, I don't think, wants to be in control of a lot of things, so I think it fits him. So, okay, that's, a, that's an interesting point. That's an interesting so theory. I, I think it fits him. I think he wants to be... Even though you're not going to be under the radar with that team, but no. he's not going to be responsible for personnel things. It's always going to be Jerry as long as he's owning that team, um, which is kind of how it was with Green Bay. I don't think because there wasn't, there's not technically an owner there. It's it, that's what's a lot different. He's gone from a team that didn't have an owner to a, the most hands-on owner there is in sports. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but I don't think he did much with the personnel there either. So, um, he'll be familiar with that. He's keeping Kellen Moore, which is strange, but I, I do think he yeah, is, is smart strange. for that because he's trying to keep Dak from changing uh, language with like verbiage of different things. And so Mike McCarthy's actually going to take on learning that and changing it to fit using their. Stuff that he's already learned, but fit into his offense, which I think is smart. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think it's a good hire. I think it's a safe hire. I yes. don't think it's like a crazy one. I think they should have went out and got someone else, but... Urban Meyer. Yeah, someone like that, or um, 
Lincoln Riley. Yeah, Lincoln Riley. I, I, I thought before this happened that it would be him, but, you know. Um, I also thought the Browns should have done that too, but. Um, oh, God. I don't even think they wanted to go there. So I, I, I do like the hire. I, I knew he would be a coach somewhere again. This wasn't the spot I thought he would be, but no. Um, I, I think I think it's a I think it's a fine hire. Like I, I would, you know, I would hire Mike McCarthy over a lot of the guys that are out there. So, you know, he has experience. He's had a he had a good quarterback for a while. I know that didn't end very well, but it's also hard to coach a elite quarterback like Aaron Rodgers. His personality. It could have been a little different if he maybe coached Tom Brady or something. Drew Brees. Someone who's a little more um, easy going. But, <laughs> yeah. Someone that's not a diva. I mean, we, we can say yeah, it. But I, Aaron Rodgers is a diva. Kind of. In, in but he's fucking amazing. In different ways, yeah. Yeah, he's earned the right to be. He's earned the right. He, but he's a total diva. I mean, he is LeBron James. LeBron's kind of, a yeah. diva. And I he's, love he's like a quieter diva, though. He's like behind the scenes diva. You know yeah. I mean? Like where he's not like always in in the social media light or stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as far as I need to stop doing that so much on the podcast. By the way, saying um, I sound stupid. Anyway, uh, Mike McCarthy going to again. the yeah, as I do it again. Mike McCarthy to the Cowboys. Um, I mean, I understand the hire, but I don't. <laughs> what did, did I do it again? Ah, <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, I just I don't know, man. I just the it Cowboys. It, okay, is he a better coach than Doug Peterson? Yeah. He's won oh. a, I mean, they both won a Super Bowl, but I don't know. Yes and no. Because that's the big factor in all this. Can you beat the Philadelphia Eagles? Like, I do not want to be can prone. Beat, can you beat all those teams in that division? Well, the Redskins are going to be good, too. And the Giants will probably be good, too. What? Yeah, they're, they're going to be good. With Daniel Jones? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, you really think so? Yeah. You think Daniel Jones is going to take that next Daniel step? Jones, yeah. Oh, Saquon Barkley's out of here. No, I think I'll say. No, no, no. I mean, like, I don't think he's going to be that great. Oh. I, I think he's the next Todd Gurley. No. Give him one or two more years. That boy is not what? I'm not, saying he's, not, I'm not saying he's not great now. That boy a freak, and he hasn't had, like, health issues. Yeah. Where was he, where was he at last season, then? He did good. Played well. What do you Where's have? Where's that line at? Yeah, they had a... Where's that line <laughs> at? He, he was hurt a little bit, too. Let's see. Saquon Barkley. Saquon. I know I sound like a hater with every well, player in the I, NFL. I saw there was reports of Jason Garrett goes there. <laughs> if he does, he uh, they think that he's going to lure Amari Cooper away to there. Do it. So he could drop some more fucking passes. But with, with uh, Giants? Go to another team in the division? Sure. I mean, Daniel Jones is good. I, I like Daniel Are Jones. we sure he's good? Yes. Not just against the Buccaneers? No. I he's think, good. I think he's going to be a good okay. quarterback. All right. Is he better than Eli Manning at this yes. point? Yeah. Okay. At this point, yeah. <laughs> better, yeah. I can't. I mean, you can't say that yet. Jesus Eli Christ. Manning won two Super Bowls. Yeah, that's fair. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. he is. He's a Hall of Famer. He's better than Philip Rivers. <laughs> My dad keeps trying to tell me Philip Rivers is better than Eli. He is. Phil Rivers? Phillip Rivers? Yeah, he's a better quarterback. No, he ain't. Yeah, he is. No, he is not. Yeah. Over the last decade? Phillip Rivers is a way better quarterback than Eli Manning. Because he's had Hall of Famers as his teammates. Mm-hmm. Antonio Gates, a top five tight end ever. Yeah. He has all the records he had and to stats. Throw it to him. He had to get it to him. <laughs> Fam, are we really going to talk? Yeah. I'm, I don't want to talk Phillip Rivers. I really don't. I, I don't, I don't yeah, want to talk Phillip Rivers. he's a Hall of Famer. I think, he, I think he's one of the most underrated quarterbacks. Him and Tony Romo Bowl. Really? Mm-hmm. Is he first ballot? 
Philip Rivers? Yeah. I mean, he's up there. He's right behind Drew Brees and them for stats. I don't see how he couldn't be. A hold up. He's not that far behind, behind Drew Brees. Yeah, he's not that far behind all of them. He's really close. Dude, I used to cheer for the Chargers, man. And I mean, I just Philip Rivers was good. Their teams just sucked. He's Let's done see. it with so many different bad receivers. Oh shit! No, oh, he's got a lot of yards. <laughs> oh fuck! Yeah, he's, he's got like sixty thousand yards. He's been a good quarterback. Oh, that's a lot of yards. All right, bye bye, Philip Rivers. Um. Anyway, back to Mike McCarthy. <laughs> <laughs> he got right in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Philip Rivers calls. Hey Can man, I admitted that was wrong. Oh, he calls in. Calls into the pod. Hey, you know, you know, I got nine kids, right? Like, I can't dedicate all my time to football. <laughs> um, as long as the Cowboys go more than eight and eight, I do, I do think Mike McCarthy's a good hire. I'll, I'll say that. I, I know we're just jokes. I call them fat and everything, but. <laughs> 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 but all jokes aside, uh, all jokes aside, I think the Cowboys. Look, man, I had them go to the Super Bowl this year. I believe in that oh, roster. Gosh. I really do. That was wild. <laughs> you think so? Pretty wild. Cowboys. You have the Packers. I did. I have the Packers and the Patriots. And you're not sticking by it. Not sticking by that Packers oh, pick. Oh no, no, no. Yeah, I, mean, I don't blame you. My, my team's in there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't blame you. Um, I think it's a good hire. I think they go 10-6 next season. I don't think they move anyone. I mean, they may move Amari, but they're not getting rid of their quarterback or running back, which just keep the quarterback and the running back. I still believe in Ezekiel Elliott. I still think he has a lot left in the tank. And I think Dak can be good. I mean, I don't know if Dak's going to win you a Super Bowl and don't pay him $150 million, which they will do but because of the Dallas Cowboys. But... Um, I still think he's a manageable quarterback. I think you can get to the divisional round, maybe even the NFC Championship with Dak Prescott as a quarterback. You're not winning the Super Bowl. I'm make that loud and clear. You're not winning the Super Bowl with Dak Prescott. You're just not. I don't care what. I don't care. Fucking Jesus Christ is on the head coach of that Dallas Cowboy team. They're not doing it. Um, Cowboys will be good. They'll, they're going to be better than the Eagles too. I know the Eagles had a lot of injuries and they still found a way to get in and did all this. Blah blah blah. I don't believe in Wentz. I've said it multiple times on the podcast. Um, I would actually probably take Dak over Wentz. I don't know if that's a hot take. Chill. I'd probably take Dak over Wentz. That, or Wentz is a, a good quarterback. He's just had the unfortunate bout of injuries. Wentz is, you think that's all Wentz, it is? Wentz is still a really good quarterback. Yeah, he had a good year. Pretty sure he did. With those receivers, yeah. I'll, I'll give him yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Really I mean, he good. had... I, I, I couldn't tell you the... Boston Scott! Eight yards! <laughs> yeah. Joe Tessator. No, that team was... Riddled with injuries. Dude, they were... And he played well. He did. I'll, I'll give him that. I'll give him that. Yeah, um, I think he's just injury. Too injury prone is why. What happened to him? Oh, Clowney hit him in the back of the head. Yeah. And they didn't call a flag because... And know, that's not even you gotta love fault. the like, That's not an injury, technically. The, like, his body breaking down. Someone hit him in the back of the head. <laughs> with a crown. And they didn't call it. Didn't, I just... And didn't find him after either. <sighs> Crazy. But yeah. Um, I, love I, I think that division gets better. They, I mean, they have to be. That's they the worst, have to. That's the worst division of football. Yeah. Year. So it's bad. The Redskins are going to be a whole lot better. Yeah. I don't uh, know if I believe in Haskins, but Terry I don't, McLaurin. I don't, I don't either. But yeah, they're. I mean, <sighs> scary Terry, dude. They're going to be good. better. The Giants will be better. The Eagles have to be better. Um, the nine and seven. I mean, they'll be better. I mean, they have to be better than the injuries that they had. So are Nelson Aguilar and Deshaun Jackson like that good? After the Sean season, Jackson is. still you think? Yeah, 
He was still doing really well this year, wasn't he? When he played? He um, still has his speed. Yeah. Which I'm, I'm surprised which is about. Crazy, yeah. yeah, which is crazy because he, he's been in the league more than 10 he, years. Yeah, he's still, he's still good. He's just, again, yeah. He's Let's pretty, see. I know he was Nelson Aguilar's been a bust. To me. Oh, he's a bum. He's, he, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> well, he, he's good. He just, at the same time, isn't. I don't know. He's one of those guys who just has a lot of talent. <laughs> Sean Jackson played one game. It was week one against the Redskins. Had eight catches for 154 yards and two touchdowns. He played against the Bears on November 3rd, but it looks like he didn't do much or he was too hurt. He had one catch for five yards. Yeah. But I wouldn't even count that as a game he played in. So he played one game last and year. Tore and he dominated. Yeah. Uh, so Deshaun Jackson coming back, that's going to be a huge plus for the for the Eagles. I mean, we can't forget about Boston Scott. Yeah, Alshon, Alshon Jeffrey is still there, right? Yes. As long as he's not dropping passes in the NFC Divisional round, costing them another chance to win a Super Bowl, I think he'll be good. Um, I mean, it, you know what, man, never mind. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, Who's I going to look up? The Cowboys should be the best team in that division. With yes. The, with the roster. To wrap up McCarthy, yes. Um, with with McCarthy now as a bringing in some new life into the team. Because that is the one thing that I'll knock on Mike McCarthy, though. I think what they needed was is they needed someone who was going to be like a, a energetic leader. And Mike McCarthy obviously is not that. Yeah. But Jason Garrett wasn't either. And so that's why I think I'm like, okay, well, maybe that's not the right guy that they needed. But, you know. Jason Garrett. If, if anything, Mike McCarthy might be even quieter than Jason Yeah, Garrett. that's what I was thinking. Yeah. So it's, yeah. When he got ousted from Green Bay, it was like, Mike McCarthy? Like, what did Mike McCarthy do? But, I mean, you take a look at the record and just, I mean, he ran his course there anyway. Oh, I, yeah. I, it, it was It was time for him to go. I mean, no matter Guys what. Do, unless you're Bill Belichick or Greg Popovich or something like that. Yeah. You, you, if you've been there that long. I mean, Marvin Lewis lasted way too long and he didn't do anything. Yeah. So. Well, I mean, that's a straight mom and pop operation down there in Cincinnati. I mean, he's so cheap that I'm not surprised he kept him for 17 years, but. Um, that's neither here nor there. Uh, Mike McCarthy, I think he's going to be good. And I think the Cowboys are going to win the NFC East. And I'll leave it at that. I think the Cowboys will be a good team. And they'll bounce back. I, I just, I don't know what it is with this team. I just, I know we love making fun of them. And I love making fun of them. But there's something about this Cowboys team. I think they'll be good. I think they're going to be good. I do. I, I'm not going to count them out. Um, especially with, you know, new blood in there, if you will. Um, all right. So, going along from the Mike McCarthy transition, let's talk about the worst hires in the NFL. Uh, if you're a Giants fan, I apologize. Um, if you're a Panthers fan, oh my god. <laughs> if you're a Panthers fan in 2020 and Cam Newton's done and you're going to run McCaffrey into the ground after this next season and he's going to go retire with his supermodel girlfriend and Luke Keekley just retired and I, Panthers are burnt toast. Um, who else? Who else? I, as I keep saying, um, who else got hired? We got Joe Judge, Matt Rule. Ron Rivera in Washington. But Kevin, we... Kevin Stefanski in Cleveland. Yes. How do you think that's going to work out, uh, Kevin Stefanski? Uh, I don't know. I, a lot of those guys haven't ever been head coaches in the league, so it's hard to tell. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's going to work out. Well, I mean, <laughs> I'm going to go out on the limb and say. Cam is still there for one more year, depending on what they do with him. In um, Carolina. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, I, and I do think they hold on to him for one more year. And they... Keep him and probably draft a quarterback. This year, or next? This year, or next. I mean, I would do it this year. Try I would do too. it this year and have Cam play for one more year, and then um, yeah, transition to the new whoever the new quarterback is. 
I know this is way off topic, but are we sure? Like, are we really sure the Bengals are going to move on from Dalton and get Burrow? Yeah. Really? Because mm-hmm. I don't think so. Yeah, I think I think they're done with him. But I, th- I think Burrow is too good to keep not not draft him over Andy Dalton. Didn't he get benched this fucking season? Yeah. 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 He's he's gonna he's gonna wind up not being there. Cause surely. Yeah. Where do you guys think uh, Dalton goes from here? Maybe backs up somewhere. Chargers. L.A. <laughs> the Chargers. The sorry ass Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> yeah. Yo, Dean Spanos, you're listening. He, I will say, Andy Dalton isn't that bad. No, he's not. He's he's actually a, a fine quarterback. I just yeah. Think he needs to find the right plays. He, I mean, uh, again, he hasn't had much to throw to either. AJ Green's been out. Done for the whole year. Yeah. yeah. And for some some reason, wants to resign there. Well, I mean, if Joe Burrow goes there, I would too. I mean, it's a new quarterback and new and little new stuff going on. Um, yeah. I mean, Mike Brown's got to pay him. Th- there's no chance that they pass up on him. They'd be okay. really dumb. Too. you got Burrow number one overall. It's not even a question. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Well, what is the draft order? I actually don't even know the draft order besides the Bengals. NFL draft order 2020. Here we go. Compelling content. The Redskins are second. They took Haskins, so they're not going to take Burrow. Oh, um, shit. We got the Lions, but... The Falcons. The Falcons? Yeah, Matt Ryan. Done. I think he's done. I, mean, he's I, mean, I, good, I think they're toast, he's too. He's still a good quarterback, but... Yeah. He's moving on. I don't know what they're going to do. We'll see. Tom Brady is somewhere with their souls. Uh, Detroit Lions got Stafford. They're not drafting a quarterback. The Giants got Daniel Jones. They're not drafting a quarterback. I mean, he's not going to fall to the Dolphins at number five. So, uh, I think maybe going to the Bengals is well, probably... Well, no, I think the Dolphins would take Tua. <laughs> they think they'd take Tua? Mm-hmm. Do you guys believe in Tua? Mm, I think he's not a bad quarterback. I don't think, he, I don't think he's like going to be great, but I think he's good. I think he's... I, I wouldn't... I wouldn't say if they draft him at five, that's a bad pick for them. No? No. That's really risky. I don't want to say bad, but that's a risk. I don't think it's a bad pick. No, but I think there's, you know, a lot of them are risks. I don't know. I just feel like if Tua went back to Alabama, he wouldn't even be drafted in the first round next year. I just feel like there's a lot of injuries, and I just, I don't know. You know what? I don't watch enough college football to really form opinions on guys like that. Just from what I've seen, what I've heard, I just, I don't know, man. The injuries concern me. They, they just concern me. When you get that hurt in college, and those guys are going to be bankers and lawyers and doctors and whatnot in five years. Well, can... Nick Bosa had the injury problem. Man, look at him. Nick? Yeah. Nick he, had he injury He sat problems? the whole last, his whole senior year. Played two games. And then sat the rest of the year. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. Didn't he play against Baker, though? Because Baker but stuck but the flag in the ground. Year, I think that was the year before. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. He, only, he only played a couple games and then sat the rest of the year. Gotcha. Injuries. Okay. So, I mean, guys have injury problems and then wind up being okay, and then some don't. But, yeah, I, th- I think you got to take a risk on guys like that. I mean, he, I mean, his he was, before that injury, easily number one. Like they were saying, he was number one. So Burrow? No, uh, Tua. Tua, okay, okay. Yeah, I don't think that, but obviously no. I'm not an NFL scout. So, um, I do think he'll be a good quarterback. I, th- I think this this draft has a lot of good quarterbacks. It has a lot of good wide receivers and a lot of good um, secondary players. So, um, especially the wide receivers, there there's some good ones in there coming out of Alabama and stuff like that. So, 
Okay. Yeah. Tua, um, top five. Yeah, who's second? Bank or uh, Redskins. Yeah, see, I would think that they would draft. I don't know, actually. I don't know what they they really need, but a lot of teams need offensive line help. So that's yeah, usually later on, but I mean, I I would draft a lineman if I were the Redskins, just off the basis of my best lineman got cancer. Yeah, you know, like well, I they got, they got they got to move on from him. Yeah, at some point. Yeah, and we'll see what they do with him, but um, yeah, but I mean, Chase Young is in that is going to be in this draft, and he's. A phenomenal talent. Um, is Jalen Hurts in the first round? I mean, he's not projected to be there. I think he's projected like the third round. But I, I'm high on him. I've always been really high on him. Um, I still think he falls to like the Patriots or something. You really? You think he goes to the Patriots? Yeah, I think he falls to a team and, and plays well. I, th- I, I, I do like Jalen Hurts a lot. Um, okay. Yeah. I mean, Lincoln Riley, man, he can develop those quarterbacks. College-wise. Yeah, he's a good coach. Yeah. Um, all right, Joe Burrow to the Bengals. Bengals moving on from... I don't even know how we got... How did it get there? Do we just uh, bring it just, up? We were talking about teams, I, I think. Oh. The coach is hiring. Yeah, I mean, Ron Rivera, that's a good hire in Washington. Great hire. Great. Jack uh, Del Rio is your I, I OC. Think, Great. I don't... I do think it was time for the Panthers to move forward. I do think so, too. So, I think it, it was a bad firing in the sense of you fired one of the best coaches in the league, but... The same time, it kind of ran its course, I think, so they needed to move on. Yeah, um, I agree. So that was a good hire by the Redskins. It'll, who knows with the Browns? Um, they ain't doing shit. We'll see. If y'all want to bet, let's do um, it because they ain't doing nothing. What was the other one? Giants. Oh, uh, Judge. I don't. I don't know. That's interesting. I don't know yet because he was. Um, He's highly talked about around the league, so I and you know he's coming out of that system. Yep. Most of those coaches have been good. Josh McDaniels didn't do great when he left. No, but he also drafted Tim Tebow. So I mean, did he set himself up very well? No, but um, yeah, I mean, I, I want to wait and see. I I think Daniel Jones is a good player, so he has him and Saquon and some stuff, and we'll we'll just see. I think you know they were smart for moving on from Shermer. He was terrible. Yeah, Shermer was not. Good. I don't. I don't. I'm not sure. Some of the, some of the hires I don't understand. And then uh, what's his name left the Bengals or the J- the Bengals, the Jaguars, um, their offensive coordinator. I think he left and went. Where did he go? The Let's see. Did he go to? Did he go with Ron Rivera? I don't remember where he went. No, uh, Jack Del Rio went with Ron Rivera. <laughs> okay. As far as offensive coordinator goes, I think Dave Filippo uh, might have went. Where did he go? Giants, maybe. Uh, they parted the ways after one year. Um, position coach, Bears. Oh, okay. So he, Bears. so he went to be the quarterback coach for the Bears. Yeah. With Trubisky. Yeah. So that's that's big. I mean, the Eagles won the Super Bowl with him. Being the... Yes. Being the coach there. The OC, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. There's, there's always coaches' moves that are smart and stuff like that. And I think, uh, you know, we'll see on that rule. He has never been in the NFL and... Stefanski's never been a head coach, so and Joe Judge, so we'll see. Yeah, how old is Kevin Stefanski? Dude, he looks like he's, he's not young. Old. Joe Judge isn't, isn't old either. He's thirty eight, I think. But it's that's the new thing. I mean, thirty seven is young. Stefanski, thirty seven. Yeah, and and Joe Judge is thirty eight, I think. Uh, Matt Rule can't be that much older than them. He's no. probably forty. Forty four. Yeah. 
But Kyle Shanahan's 39, I think. Matt LaFleur's 39. And McVay's so, like 33. Yeah. Um, I, I, how old is he? 34. Who? Okay. McVay? Yeah. We got the internet. Uh, Sean McVay is... Thirty-three turns. Oh, it turns thirty-four in seven days. Next Friday, next Friday turns thirty-four. Oh, happy birthday! So, McVay. happy birthday, Sean McVay. Keep losing. Um, <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I'm tired of the Rams. So yeah. Um. So yeah, there's. A, I think the league's going for more younger coaches in a lot of different ways. Um, As they should. Because well, because they. Um, I think a lot of them are. Offensive, um, can't think of the word that I would use, but they're just offensive savvy. They're they're very smart and creative in their how they're kind of changing the league. Um, and McVay, Shanahan, and Lafleur are all good play callers and offensive designers. So um, Stefanski, I don't know. He was he came in second in last year to Kitchens, so. You know, if you are running up to Freddie Kitchens, I don't know very very much. But maybe they just struck out last year on him. Yeah. Um, hey, McDaniels. They didn't hire McDaniels, and they could have. Yeah, and, and the shot. I would have hired not, McDaniels. Not about, not about him, them hiring him, but they didn't hire him because he wanted to change their whole – like, he wanted to clean house. Everything. Top to bottom, he wanted a new GM, new everything. Stefanski? No. Uh, McDaniels. Oh, okay. He wanted to completely change the culture there, which – they should do. They should they do. Didn't. Or and I'm not, not doing it with Josh McDaniels. No, but it, it. But that's why they chose not to take him because because he wanted to completely change how they were doing stuff. So that's kind of alarming that they don't want to change. But yeah, and then your distant uncle Jimmy Haslam. <laughs> no, I'm joking. But Jimmy Haslam cleaned house. Kind of. So yeah. it's like I mean, he got but, rid of his GM. But still. And his um, coach. Yeah. I know. That, I know that they're supposed to. So Stefanski is supposed to meet with him after games now. It's weird. Like, have an hour meeting, which is very strange. Yeah, what? Yeah. Um, Come on. And I don't know if I was telling you about the Kyle Shanahan thing when he was coaching there. Um, there was a thing he was talking about, because Mike Pettin's the coach now with the Packers with LaFleur. Yeah. And he Shanahan was with them on the Browns in 2014, I think. And the, the report was, or Shanahan came out and said that he was coaching with him, and that the assistant GM would text them during the game and question their play calling. Assistant coaches, or maybe it's the GM, I don't even remember, would text them and ask them what are the, why are they calling that play during the game. Yeah, it's not the time to do that. Yeah, so that was strange. I'm taking hands and then off. he told them to draft whatever, whatever. Okay, so whatever your Derek Carr and. Um, 14. Yeah, so 2014. So Derek Carr and Jimmy Garoppolo came out. He told the Browns to draft them, and they basically just said, no, we're not listening to you. And they drafted Johnny Manziel. And we all know how that works. So then Shanahan resigned. He, I guess, went into Patton's office, handed him 32 reasons why. He said, you can do whatever you want with this. I'm, I'm gone. And then he went and made Matt Ryan MVP. Yeah. So worked out for him. 32 reasons why? I guess he was talking about it. I, I read an article somewhere. Oh, it just came out the other day. Huh? Yeah. I, I mean, hey, it worked out. Yeah, it worked out for him for sure. And the Browns are an absolute dumpster fire. So oh, they're terrible. They're awful. They're always going to be awful. Why would you cheer for that team? That's another one of those teams that if those fans were to switch teams. Do it. 
I ain't cheering for that dumpster fire. Um, anything else we want to hit on in the NFL? Because I do want to get your take about something non-NFL related. Because I have a hot take that people of this sport are not going to appreciate, but I really don't care. Man, who gives a fuck if the Houston Astros stole signs? Everyone does this. Who cares? Bro, let them steal signs. Let them use steroids. Baseball is boring as fuck. Let them do this stuff, man. What pitch is coming? Let me know so I can bomb it out of here. You know what I mean? Like, buzz my jersey. Do whatever you got to do, man. Steve, you're more invested in this than I am. I sound like an ignorant fuck. You go ahead and you tell me as a diehard baseball fan what you think and how you feel about this Astro scandal. Um, I mean, I, I think it's pretty dumb, too. Um, only because it's, it's been going on for a long time. Anyways, and I, and I and I think it's part of the game. You know, yeah, that's what I'm confused it, about. Well, it causes people to be to learn. Like you're, or it it takes more skill and um, because I know I know coaches try and um, disguise things. They'll they'll use signs that they know that they know because they're watching cam film on them and all the stuff all the stuff that they're doing. And coaches will tell their players. So it's it's more of a strategy that goes into the game, and it makes it more exciting, and it makes it harder, and also um, a more strategic sport. So coaches know that they're stealing signs, so they're going to throw something in there that they, they may give that same sign that they think is a, is a steal, but they're going to say, hey, we're changing it for this play because they know our sign. And then they guess wrong because they – you know how they think it's that time so uh, there's a strategic thing to it and i think that because people think it's cheating you're stealing signs they hear steal and they're like oh these guys are cheaters so they're cheating yeah I, I think i i still think the craziest story is that la is suing or wants to take the well, that's why i brought it up away. yeah <laughs> it's that's crazy it's never gonna happen and i, I can't believe you would want to actually win that way but that's worse Shout out to all you Dodger fans. You guys paid your choke artist of a pitcher $300 million. You can do nothing. Yeah, so no, I, I, that's not going to happen. And I mean, I don't, again, I don't know why you would want to be have two World Series titles. Sorry. I don't even know how you could do that because technically if, if you're going to say that you lost the World Series because of that, technically every single team that they beat lost because of that. So you would, so you, then you're just saying you'd have to replay the whole World Series. Again. Same with the Red Sox in 18. Play, postseason, yeah. It's, so yeah. It's, it's not going to – they have no ground to stand on. No, they don't. So, um, yeah. Do you I, care that the Astros stole signs, or is this just part of baseball? They got caught. No, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm kind of torn on it. I, I don't think it's bad, and I'm not really sure what exactly is going on. There's a lot of stories that are going around and all that stuff. Um, yeah. So I'll kind of wait for the dust to settle to really get the real, the real stories. And and some some of it's just like you know it was like the Deflate Gate thing. It's like shut up. You know, but I don't know there's so many people and there's so many just narratives. I don't yeah. know what to believe. So, so I'll wait until I hear everything. Um, I think some of the guys were right for you know. I I think if they're gonna make a stance on it, then yeah, I guess they should suspend them for a year and all that stuff. And which they, is fine if they want to take a stance on it and get rid of that part of it. Then okay, then that's where they're moving towards, and then they just need to to do it and then Carlos Beltran stepping down and yeah all that stuff then okay then they're moving on from it but I don't, I, I don't have a big problem with it at all I, I think it makes the game more interesting and they're 
So there's more strategy to it. The coaches have to be smarter. And That's what I like about it. Yeah. I thought this would help baseball. Well, apparently not. The same way I thought steroids was helping baseball when Barry Bonds was the knocking reason, 60 out of here. The only reason why I think steroids is bad is because there's um, health issues that go into it. Is why I think that okay. it was, in my opinion, why I would think steroids should be in baseball. Um, and, I mean, they're juicing the balls now. Like, to, which is a funny statement, but. <laughs> yeah, okay. They're, yeah. So, there's more home runs in the league now because they're doing that. and I, So, I think that's smart. But technically, okay, so then the league's cheating. Technically, you're now tainting the home runs and all that stuff. So, it's like, okay, well. It's, you're it's tainting kind of, the balls. It's almost. It's almost in that same realm of like how boxing's kind of how it's shady all, all the time. It's always. And I mean, shady. George can talk about it more than I can, but um, it's that's where baseball's moving though too. There's just like a a shadier side to it now with steroids, with with a lot of things, and and they're the first major sport to um, legalize marijuana, right? Which Baseball? Yeah, they did it, right? Oh, shit, I don't know. Did they? Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, well, let's... let's <laughs> They're not legalize it, but not, it's not a banned substance anymore. So, I think they were the first ones. This is news to me if they did. Uh, December 12th, 2019, Major League Baseball. Uh, marijuana will no longer be considered a banned substance. You were right. Yeah. That was a month ago. So, they they made the right move there, um, which is Absolutely. Crazy. Usually, usually they're actually. I think they're actually a little ahead in certain things, but I know they did ban like tobacco and stuff off of certain in certain places. Yeah, um, which it smells like shit anyway. I mean, so yeah. it was weed, but I mean, hey, I like weed. Well, well, again, I mean, if you're not, <laughs> I, I think as long as you know you're not sitting out on third base smoking. You know, yeah, I don't problem? think it's what's you know problem? even if you're dipping and what's the problem on well, the that, field? That was, yeah, I think that's well, a problem. Again, I think what it leads back to is their the health concerns. So. Gums, teeth, cancer, all that stuff. Yeah, the same thing with steroids. So I think that they're they have their mind in the right place, but then why are you making a big deal of the stealing signs again? And it's like the biggest deal right now it's because this is what happens when new generations come in. They like to change things. They go, "Oh, this is stupid." So they've tried to speed up the game. They've tried to make it more interesting for people to watch. So they have. Um, I think less less like uh, intermission things that happen. The pitcher has to get to the mound quicker. They have to throw the next pitch quicker. They're getting, you know, all this all these things. And, and I think it's smart because the game is slow and it's hard to watch from a Phew. casual perspective. Phew, is it? But my point is, is that, that they're ha- all, constantly always bringing in new younger people, and so I think that these younger people are complaining because again, you see the word steal. Someone's stealing something, and they go, "Oh, this is terrible." No, just take a look at the game the last 100 years that it's been I was just going to say, I thought this happened since the inception <laughs> it's been going of baseball. Forever. Yeah, mm-hmm. I so, thought managers did this for a living. So I think a lot of old baseball players would say, why, why, what's, the, what's the problem? What's the problem? That's why I'm confused. Yeah. I'm just so, like, I thought you guys did this shit. So yeah, as, as like a fan of, of, of the game and where it's come from, it's, it's kind of stupid. But, you know. Um, is Alex Cora going to get Pete Rosed by the MLB? I hope not because I don't think Pete Rose should still be banned. Yeah, that's ridiculous. I, I, I think it's I think it's crazy. I, I get the maybe twenty years him not being in there, but at this point it's like get him please please induct one of the best hitters ever. He's on MLB Network. He's he's still he, around the game. He might, he might be the best hitter of all time, and he's not going to be in the Hall of Fame. He's not even allowed around baseball. That's crazy. 
Is he top two and not two? Um, I'm just fucking. No, no, I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to <laughs> okay. think where I would put him. I don't know where I put him, but he's definitely in, in that, in that um, talk of being one of the best baseball players of all time, and he's just not even. His he's known for <clears throat> being being a cheater. After in his manager days, it wasn't even in his playing. Career. Yeah, it was in his managing. It's, it's in his managing. Yeah, I mean, we don't remember Charles Barkley for his all his gambling problems. He's Michael Jordan. Playing. I mean, again, he was managing a team, and it's a little different. But I just think at this point, he's got to be let back in. Fair enough. Um, I mean, I, I don't watch much baseball. I feel like I'm coming from an ignorant standpoint. But I, I like you said, I don't. I'm still confused. Why is this even an issue, dude? You guys have been stealing signs for 125 years. Like that's like what these managers do for a living. And, I mean, now the thing with the Astros is they had cameras in certain parts, uh, parts of the park, band, and yeah. yeah, and they had people filming that weren't actually part of the team, but they give them the film. So those and, are those, you know. those are the problems that are yeah. If if there's like things that are like that, then yeah, obviously you should not be doing that. Yeah, I mean it's 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 just like um, a a football game, like how the Patriots got caught with Spygate and all that stuff. You're recording the team, but you're not allowed to be in certain spots to where you can see things or see you know steal certain things. That's that may be where it's coming from is where they're stealing signs. I have no idea. Again, I'm I'm gonna wait until it comes out. You know, were they recording away room lockers? Locker rooms or something, you know who knows? Because uh, that's different. Yeah, exactly. Than just and, me watching your manager. Yeah. Give a fastball sign to the pitcher, and then you know what pitch is coming. And now they also have the buzzers. Uh, uh, Jose Altuve hitting the walk off and telling the team, "Don't poke in my jersey too much. I got a buzzer on." And everyone knew he had the buzzer, and that way they knew what pitch was coming. You could hit it out of the park. We all understand all that. Um, I just feel like I mean I, I said it in a joking manner, but I'm kind of serious, man. Like I don't know why they don't. Let I now understand the health issues with the steroids, but it's like the HGH and shit. It's like, do they sell HGH at CVS? Like, why can't these guys use HGH so I can watch more Barry Bonds type shit? Well, again, that's why they're doing the thing with the balls. They're juicing them. Yeah, and they're, so there's more home runs. So I, they're doing it in a more safe way, whereas they're not using needles and all that stuff. Yeah. Which so is the baseball lighter? Um, I'm not sure what they do to it. To be honest, I haven't really like. I just know it is. Like, it, there's just... That's how it is. Um, it was, hands, I think. They might be. Hands. Might be. Oh. I'm not really sure. So, it's a more... I, I'm not sure. Like a heavier ball? So, when you hit it... Um, it's, no, I don't know how that even works. Less coverage and then, like, more uh, rubber bands. So, in the middle of a ball, there's rubber bands normally. So, what they're doing is they're taking that layer less and they're putting more rubber bands. So, it's a more of a... Um, I'm trying to think of what the word would be. It just flies more. It probably does weigh less. Like yeah, yeah, it's, it's probably lighter. Okay. But more... Bounce. Yeah, it's, it's like a... Um, Overinflate the basketball, you know? Basically. Okay, gotcha. And then so, it bounces so hella so high. So there's more home yeah, runs, okay. and that's why this year there was, yeah, crazy amount of home runs. Okay. More guys are hitting home runs, and you'd be like, wait, that guy's Strong. not big like... Yeah, not that great. That guy's not big like Barry was. Yeah, right. But... Um, I, I, at the end of the day, man, I, they didn't get stripped of their title, so that's another thing. And I mean, how can you hand on the boy for Verlander? What was <laughs> like, the, um... I fuck with Verlander. 
This is this is a, so segueing off of that. Okay. We're kind of done with that. Wasn't Reggie Bush not named in the top ten college players of all time? Uh, I didn't even know there was a list. Hold on, top. I think it just came out during national championship week. I think or national championship game. They showed like the top ten college players of all time. Um. (laughs) Oh, it's an ESPN list. Oh, of course it is. So, so what? What was the? Let's see here. Number one was Jim Brown. Two, Herschel Walker, Georgia. Bo Jackson, Auburn. Archie Griffin, Ohio State. These guys are all 70s and 80s. Uh, Jim Thorpe, uh, Carlisle Indian Industrial School, 1907. So He was one of the early like, good players, I remember. Uh, Red Grange, Illinois, 23. Oh, Galloping Ghost. I remember him. Uh, Earl Campbell, Texas. So they compare uh, Derrick Henry to yeah. Uh, Dick Buckus, Illinois. But who are we... So they on? didn't put Reggie Bush on like, this list. Barry Sanders is 9, Gail which, Sayers is 10. Which Reggie Bush should be top 3. Reggie Bush is one of the best college players I've ever seen. It's not even close. Uh, I'm going to get his stats. I just want to see, because I wasn't just, around. Well, it's, it's not even just off pure stats. just him watching him. How good he was. He played 38 games. He scored 41 touchdowns, 24 rushing, 13 receiving, three punt returns, one on kickoff, and he has 3,087 career rushing yards. How many years was he there? Three. So he had a thousand yards a season. And yeah. had about and, and they had 14, 15 touchdowns for a thousand, I think, too every year. So he was wow. If you watched him, he was just one of the most explosive players. I, I, it was like Calvin Johnson not being the top wide receivers, NFL wide receivers of all time. Yeah, that's crazy. Oh, oh. Who's, doing, that who's shit. doing these lists? Who's voting for the Hall of Fame? Who's doing all this stupid stuff? Mike Fiers is the one who exposed the Astros. Yeah, Mike. he's a pitcher. Mike, Mike Fiers. Why did he expose them? Oh, because they got rid of his ass. Probably. Let's see. Exactly. Who's Mike Fiers? Uh, he's a pitcher for the A's. Oh yeah, he went to some ass team. That's why he's getting paid 187 grand a year. Yeah, that'd be fucking salty too. Um, <laughs> let's see, let's see, let's see. Yeah, why do he expose them? Why, why did he do that? Oh man, he's probably broke. He's probably broke. <laughs> anyway, I know we're off the Astros, but uh, yeah. yeah, I actually didn't even know about the college list. I don't follow college. I just remember list. seeing uh, something on it, and I was like, that's crazy. Damn. Daughters got robbed two years. Um, oh my god. We're not talking about Clayton Kershaw choking again, are we? They got, it's baseball. They lost. It's baseball. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's like, if it's not NFL or NBA. Um, Rams lost. Which is also Rams. I'll say, I'll say the Rams lost. Your, your boy Goff. Your boy Jared. Two overpaid guys that choke. Who's that? Goff oh, Kershaw and Goff. Yeah, dude. LA loves them chokers. Kawhi Leonard and Clayton Kershaw. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I'm, I'm not talking shit about the Lakers. Hell no. Um, anything else? Hour twelve. Short and concise. It seemed, it, it seemed a lot longer. It seemed like two hours. I think it was because we took the break waiting for like when George came in. Yeah. Or I was on the phone too. We covered a slew of topics. Oh, did we want to talk about Eminem's song? album? No. Yeah. Well, I mean, we haven't listened to it. So I... It was yeah. a surprise. I had no idea yeah. it was coming out. We might cover Eminem's album, but probably not 
What's up, George? McGregor Cerrone tomorrow? I don't know if you got the UFC. Uh, we talked about it on one of the pods. Not me and him. Yeah. Uh, I talked about it on one of my pods earlier this week. I, I got Cerrone just because I'm just... I don't know, man. I'm just tired Not of it. Not McGregor? No. No. Oh. He hasn't fought in so long. Um, I just think he's kind of rusty. I just feel like, oh, you know... Sure, yeah. He's a fucking beach. He just thinks he's just hot shit still and he gets knocked so. the... I think so. But one more hot fight to put him yeah. back in a... To, uh, I mean, well, where does he go after Cerrone? Like, who's he gonna fight? Floyd again? It's like, who are you gonna he fight? Wants to, he wants to. He well, of course purse. he does. He's all about his fight, money. Fight back. Yeah. That purse. That purse. Yeah, that it was a purse. That coin. That's a hell of a purse. <laughs> <laughs> that shit's a hell of a purse. Oh, he's he's got the bag. Oh, the bag bag. Like we say, we do this for the bag, but McGregor got the bag bag. I just think he's past his he's prime. One of the- He's like one of those guys who, like, um, as a athlete, you looked at and you're like, wow, that guy earned every single bit of what he has. And he did. Yeah. I'm he, not locking not him for that at all. He's not the most talented or anything like that. He earned being what he was, what he is and what he was. Yeah. Um, so that's why I, I, I respect him a lot, as, as wild as he is. He reminds me of Jimmy Butler. A little bit. A guy that just worked his ass off. He's egotistical as fuck. Talks a whole lot of shit about everyone else. But he did it. He worked for it and he got the bag. Got the bag bag. I think he reminds me more of like Ron Artest. (laughs) (laughs) Ron Artest. uh, Or Terrell Owens maybe. Okay. But Terrell Owens was really talented so I'm not even going to put him there. Terrell Owens was just always super talented. But that same like diva style loudmouth. I don't know. I, I'd have to think about it because he's 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 really good at everything that he does. Like his, he's good inside the ring, but he's just as good, if not better, outside the ring. Yeah. For all his showmanship and getting people to watch him. Now that has been getting him in trouble in the last few years. Oh yeah, oh yeah. A lot of trouble. We knew it was but coming. It's brought him more attention and. Brought the sport more attention, to be honest. Yeah, he has grown that sport like no other. Yeah. Oh, even more than Chuck Liddell. Uh, Chuck Liddell doesn't hold a candle compared to what Conor McGregor. Oh no, for bringing. Chuck Liddell did a lot. I don't want to disrespect him, but I mean, yeah, come on. For bringing up, bringing what he has, and now, and now of course Joe Rogan. I would say Joe Rogan's also a huge help and influence, but. Yeah. I haven't yeah. listened to his podcast actually in a while. I haven't either. He was having guests on there that I was just not that interested in, and if, if I'm not really, there's some that I would be like, I'm not really interested, but I listen to it. I'd be like, oh, that's not bad. No, no, no. But man. I have to like actually like want to listen to it sometimes. But. You gotta sit down for this one because he got Iron Man. Oh really? He got Downey Jr. and it, it's a goodie. Yeah, he was only there for about an hour and a half, but it, it was it was a goodie. It was very good. I'll have to, I'll have to listen to a lot it. of wisdom because you know uh, he's he's a former addict and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, j- just a lot of a lot of wisdom on that one. I, I really enjoyed the new uh, yeah, JRE. I'll have to, I'll have to go look. Ciao, Joe Rogan. Um, anything else? Anything else? I got to pee fucking bad. Nope. But, good. yeah. All right. Well, if you guys have made it this far, thank you for listening. Uh, I don't have much else to say besides that. I'm going to stop saying um so much, and we're going to end on an hour 16. Later.